All right. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Hey, it's the host Mike oh. Linden. Hey, it's co-host Dan Linden. Hey, wow. it's other co-host Stephen Montenegro. Yeah, ever-present Stephen Montenegro. Oh, yeah. I am omnipresent. <laughs> oh. That's... When when you and your partner are smushing, hmm. I'm there with you. <laughs> Not... When you are um, shame-eating $18 worth of Taco Bell items... I am there. Wow, with that's a you. lot of Taco Bell. It depends right? on what you get. I guess is it, everything there's like two dollars. No, that's not really true. If you go for the complicated material, it's oh. like comparable to other fast food. Really? Well, then what's the point in Taco Bell? You get get the, the cheap stuff. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I eat bean burritos and uh, <laughs> like here's my here's my Taco Bell order. All right, Sahak is fuming that he's not here. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> to right? represent Taco John's interests. Why is he? Oh, we'll get into that in a second. <laughs> wow. Wow, Sahak, isn't that nice how when I'm here, we get to talk about tacos, <laughs> fast food tacos all the time, um, but when you're here, we just talk about some bullshit band that no one cares about, and then Steven jumps down your throat? Uh, so Steven is omnipresent. He is true. always in Sahak's throat. It's true. If you have a throat, I'm there. Ugh. Oh, uh, for just to confirm, for uh, consistent listeners of the show, I did receive Sahak's text, and I responded with, Who? <laughs> I hope you guys uh, bulk listen to this show so that you actually remember what Dan's talking about. You could not remember binge. What? When you said bulk listen. Yeah, all the podcast episodes get thrown into a bin. You get one of those little scoops. Binge. 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 I'm a computer man guy. When, I say bulk processing. I'm a computer not a binge man processing. guy. When you are... Binging, yes. Season four of Scandal. I'm there. <laughs> Please turn it off. It's not good. <laughs> um, no, here's my Taco Bell order. Binge listening doesn't work for me because I'm in it right now and I've forgotten what we were talking about before. My Taco Bell order. Shondaland. Oh, okay. What? <laughs> here's my Taco Bell order. Two bean burritos. Yeah. A beanie, uh, a cheesy bean and rice burrito. Yeah. That's oh. it. That's my Taco Bell order. Just tubes of beans. Yeah, pretty mm -hmm. much. And they're they're not even beans. Let's be honest. I used to work at a Taco Bell. What are they? Just like bean dust they're mixed just with bean, water? They're bean dust mixed with water. And like <laughs> they were super they were super proud to send us the memo mm. when they uh, changed the system. Yeah. And now all you needed to do is open the one package and add. Uh, like, so you put the package in like a, like, you know, those metal like restaurant tubs or yep. whatever. Yep. Sure. Um, uh, you put it in there, but then you use a different one, mm -hmm. fill that one with water, mm -hmm. and then pour that in. Like, you, it's not even measure a thing. Tub it's like, to tub. Yeah, it's like use tub B <laughs> <laughs> to, like, you put it in tub B, yeah. then you use the slightly smaller tub A, sure. fill it with water, sure. toss that bad boy in there, stir a little bit. But when I started working on Taco Bell, bean tub. it was open the bean packet. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, put it in there. Tub A? Put the bean packet in tub B. Okay. Then open... You're starting with tub B? Yeah. Um. Then you open Taco Bell seasoning packet. Mm. It was also the seasoning for the ground beef and for everything else. It was literally <laughs> called seasoning packet. <laughs> that makes sense. Me. Yeah. And, and that you, explains a lot. And you put that on top of the beans. It had to be on top of the beans or it wouldn't mix right in uh -huh. tub B. Then you filled tub A with water and put it in. They sent us a memo, and they were so proud of how much time and effort they were saving us when they just started putting seasoning packet in with the dried bean dust. Oh, okay. I was wondering if it, if their solution was like, oh, we just stopped seasoning the beans. 
No, no, no. I mean, they're they're ever so slightly seasoned. Mm. Like you use like you use seasoning packet like 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 so for like a meat. Yeah, a meat is like a goes in a tub A. Yep. You use like one seasoning packet mm. for like a tub B, which is like three times the size of tub A. You use half a seasoning packet for beans. Uh-huh. Yeah, they're very lightly seasoned. Oh, yeah. Taco Bell must be fuming that they didn't make you sign an NDA. <laughs> I know, right? I'm giving away their trade secrets. Here's the other thing that um, people don't know about Taco Bell. Uh-huh. It's only like four ingredients. They just recombine them in different ways. What? Whoa. Right? Whoa. You wouldn't even, no one talks about this. You wouldn't minute. even notice. <laughs> Wait a minute. Do you know what an enchirito is? I mean, I could probably I, figure it out if I, I thought about it. I don't even know it. what an enchirito is once it's put together. Yeah, it's a burrito that I've squirted sauce into. <laughs> enchirito, boom. Oh, Do you right. know what a crunchy enchirito is? It's a burrito that I've squirted sauce into and also has some broken chips in it. <laughs> nice. <laughs> boom. I would eat that. I mean, these are hot tips for even the home creation. Yeah. I mean, yeah, right? If you like, can get your hand on some bean dust. Some bean dust and some... Taco Bell seasoning seasoned packet. bean dust. Yeah. <laughs> so here's what I will say: what? Are you are you going to live like an animal and mix your own no. seasoning and bean? No, right. you got to you got to right. live moss. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> Is that even still a thing they say? I don't know. Probably or not. Who cares? How bad cast brought to you by Taco Bell. How bad cast brought to you by Taco Bell. How bad cast brought to you by Taco Bell. Legally not allowed to say that. How bad cast brought to you by Taco Bell. How bad cast brought to you by Taco Bell. How bad cast brought to you by Taco Bell. How bad cast brought to you by Taco Bell. If we shit on Taco Bell for a few more minutes, and then next episode shit on Mug Root Beer, for a few minutes, yeah, we'll get canceled like the Dana Carvey Show. Don't we have to include like six nipples for that? To take place? No, man, it's 2018. So we need 12 nipples. Everybody's got nipples nipples on TV now. Well, oh, man, nipple inflation is crazy. Mm -hmm. I know, right? And, and like, like, think of our seniors. Their social security nipples don't even keep up <laughs> with half of inflation. They're still they're still only getting three nipples for social security. Yeah, we need to start taking better care of our senior citizens' nipple accounts. Yeah, and now with chain CPI... They're going to get 2.8 nipples some months, 2.5 others. It's ridiculous. By the time by the time uh, the average nipple counts up to 18, they're still going to be getting like 3.2 nipples. Mm-hmm. How will our seniors live? That's what nipples on wheels is for. That's right. <laughs> that and for a little bit of companionship. Uh, a little bit of nipple companionship. Mm, sure. Mm-hmm. You invite that nipples on wheels guy in to be like, want to see these nipples? <laughs> sure, I'll watch you see those nipples. For like a minute, though. Wait, I got who's inviting to who to watch nipples? The senior invites the. It's a pretty. It's a pretty basic system, Dan. <laughs> this is difficult nipples on to wheels. Yep. delivers nipples to seniors. Yeah, prepackaged warm nipples. Uh huh. Seasoning mixed in. Of course. Of course. <laughs> it's 2018. They because they've been living moss for 70 some years. Mike. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, they deliver nipples. Yep. Sometimes they're like, "Hey, you want to come in?" Watch me watch these nipples. Oh, I see. And the person's like, you know what? You've lived a rich and interesting life. I bet I'm going to hear a good story while you're watching those nipples. (laughs) And then if you got a few minutes, you spend a few minutes. Mm -hmm. It's a volunteer gig after all. It's not like you're getting paid by the hour. Yeah. Sure. Is it a volunteer gig? I have no idea. I I believe so. I mean, like, I mean, it's, it's a government funded program. Nipples Mm -hmm. on wheels Mm -hmm. in its meal form. And it's more common meal form. At least (laughs) it's a government funded program. Right. 
Uh, my left ear started to ring, and now I'm all off balance. Oh, you got that? Anyway, uh, that happens. You got that thing that I totally thought I'd remember the name of by the time uh, I got to that point in the sentence, which was now at this point about 18 <laughs> seconds ago. Progeria? No, that's not the one. No. Tinnitus. Yeah. Nailed it. That sentence was smooth, and it flowed from beginning to end. <laughs> yes. Does it count as tinnitus if it's not just a constant background thing? I think and so. And it's just a thing that pops in every yeah, now and then. I, I don't think tinnitus it, for most people comes and goes. Yeah, I don't think it has to be like constant for it to be considered. Yeah, I think it's mostly a comes and goes thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I also think tinnitus is like a bunch of different things that we call one thing. Maybe. Sure. Maybe it's just the experience and then the underlying cause doesn't really matter. Whether you yeah, I think that's right. It's like cancer or food. Yeah. Well, let's update the medical literature. We nailed it. How bad, Cass? <laughs> How bad, yes. Medical literature. Oh, God. What? Brought to you by the New England Journal of Medicine. <laughs> oh, man. I uh, I hope I remember that I've uh, established now that I need a new tongue twister every time I do the yeah. theme song. You know what would be a more popular podcast than this one? What would that be? A significantly more popular podcast than this one. Any just, of them? Yeah. <laughs> no, there's, there's less good podcasts. Um. Uh, if we just subscribe to the New England Journal of Medicine and just read it in full for every episode. <laughs> every episode? Like, yeah. Like, every episode is a single issue of the New England Journal <laughs> oh, of Medicine I that see. we just read in full I, out loud. Okay. Oh, man. And then we just take it to ta- We really get our hot takes on yeah. the no, no, New no. England Journal no, of Medicine. we say nothing about it. Oh. It's just, oh, we're, just... we're just delivering the New England Journal of Medicine to people, which costs, like by the way, like $1,800 a year to subscribe to. Oh. We're just delivering it to anybody that wants it in audio form. Oh. So we are the audiobook of the New England Journal of Medicine, totally unlicensed, and we keep all the ad revenue uh-huh. to huh. pay for our subscription to the New England Journal of Medicine. Yeah, I'm sure no one would have a problem with that. Probably not. I mean, it's science after all. Don't they want to share it? Ooh, good point. You know what? You can't have it both ways, science. Anytime, anytime a scholarly journal is like, hey, stop stealing from me, I'd be like, hey, you're science. Fuck you. Like, R- science is like free. <laughs> sure. It demands it. That's what the, that's what the internet is for. The free dissemination of other people's products. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not like anybody, like, if you write to the New England Journal of Medicine, like, I, not like a letter to the editor, I guess, but like, if you write them Dear a thing. Dear sir or madam. Mm-hmm. The New England Journal of Medicine doesn't have a newsroom full of people writing science medicine stuff. <laughs> like, uh-huh. it's all like, it's all like contributed by other random people and they don't get paid for that shit. Yeah, they just the New England Journal of Medicine is already thieving. Just trying to, uh, they're doing that classic thing of like, uh, oh, you're getting exposure. Yeah, it's basically it's basically like Reductress or like any other like, uh, Jezebel. They get paid. Well, they have writers. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> but there's like. The New England Journal of Medicine, this little underdog blog situation. Yeah, I can't think of another. I can't think of another. Underdog with a blog. I can't think of another website that like I would have written for had they even bothered to pay me eight dollars for it instead (laughs) of nothing. Like uh, like uh, McSweeney's, ain't no one getting paid for that shit. True. It's just like a bunch of douchebags with braided belts and boat shoes bragging to their friends that they got a list of. Uh, the weirdest shaped beans we could think of published in McSweeney's. Man, I can't believe McSweeney's wasn't willing to pay you $8 with that uh, amazing uh, alliterative description of their writers there. 
right off the top of the dome. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You know what? I'm 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 willing to contribute to McSweeney's for free if they will print things that I write savaging McSweeney's. <laughs> they might, depending on yeah. what it is. Like, here's my new list for McSweeney's. Uh, reasons to hate everyone that writes for and reads McSweeney's. <laughs> Do people care about McSweeney's? Is that still a thing? I mean, it still exists. Yeah. So I imagine there's a bunch of, like, kids from, like, prep schools that still care about it. It's like, fine. There's some fun shit on there sometimes. Who cares? Oh, that's right. Well, you went to a special school, though. I did? Yeah. The University of Minnesota? Oh, I meant, I meant high school. <laughs> I did? Yeah, you went to like... You I did, went to your high school. I thought you went to a special high school where you just we like... We were in the same building for a year. <laughs> for one year? I thought you went to a special high school where you spoke Chinese or something. <laughs> no. No. The stories, I, the oh, stories so, of my Chinese education have been greatly what exaggerated. What am I thinking of then? I went to an immersion school as a child. See? That's what I'm talking about. You went to special prep Some school. Some generalized immersion that you refuse to get further into. What's yeah. wrong, Dan? Yeah, get immersed in it. <laughs> I did. Are you ashamed? I did get immersed, and you, now I need to... You if, need to immerse Moss, And Dan. now as soon as I'm activated, <laughs> I will completely upend this system. Oh. Yeah, that's right. Wait, I don't get it. Are you a sleeper cell? Maybe. For China? I doubt are it. You the, are you the tariff... Am I the tariff? <laughs> yes. I understand the news. Yes, I am. Get me, give me all your pork and airplane parts. <laughs> I swear I'm not going to destroy them. Wait, what? I don't think you know what tariffs are even less than I don't know what tariffs are. <laughs> I mean, I'm just trying to make a human version of a tariff make any sense, but a human tariff pretending not to be a tariff. Think about how that anthropomorphic bill worked out okay. and try to uh, shift it in the tariff direction. Yeah, you can't even be you until a comment <laughs> period elapses, Dan. <laughs> Someone's got to pay that import <laughs> tax and it's going to end up... Okay. What are we doing? I was just seeing how clipping you were. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. We didn't. Uh, we didn't. Uh, uh, yes. We didn't balance the mics. Spoken for... like a tariff. <laughs> we didn't check the sound for cartoon bill impersonation. Well, also you lack mic control. You lack mic because, control, and it's not your fault. You're not a natural broadcaster or performer. <laughs> I am. You're a just tariff. an excise tax. <laughs> Opposite. You're all stage training. When you want to shout, lean into somebody's face in the front of the audience. That's, right. That's what everyone told you to do. Yeah. Neil Patrick Harris was terrible when he was on this podcast. <laughs> Didn't say a word. No. No. But when if he if he had, yeah. it would have clipped. It would have been so loud. Oh, for sure. That's let's, why we told him not to talk. Let's Just talk about there. let's talk about how Taco John's isn't very good. <laughs> <laughs> Like, first of all, you can tell because there's only one every 70 miles. Mm -hmm. To get to a Taco John's from where we are sitting right now, we would have to, no matter what route we took. Yeah. Route? No matter what route we took. Uh -huh. We would have to pass no less than 27 Taco Bells. Row it. Row it. Yeah. Row you. Row Route. Oh, that got, oh, that derailed it. Um, <laughs> we would have to pass no less than 27 Taco Bells. Not to mention, the last time that I went to Taco John's, uh -huh. I ordered a bean burrito. Uh -huh. They gave me a beefy bean burrito. Oh, no. Oh. Yeah, and I like, I, I like took a bite into it because it looked like a bean burrito, and I'm like, gross, spits it out. 
Uh, and Taco John's management was so proud of their innovation yes. where they pre-mixed the beans and beef. <laughs> I know, right? They probably sent out a memo and they're like, you know what, you know what this is going to do? It's going to save you time. It's going to be a source of company-wide pride. Yep. It's going to fuck up Steven. <laughs> company-wide pride. Dude, like every one of the like you've worked at one of those places. You used to work at Blockbuster Video. They like they were constantly like posting stuff in the break room or like making you watch videos or now break I guess room. like behind the <laughs> counter or whatever that says like remember you're a Blockbuster employee, and nothing is more important than that. I don't think I've ever really reflected on how weird it was that, like, when I was taking my dinner break, I would just sit there, like, behind the counter, but in a space that was clearly, <laughs> you shouldn't talk to me at the moment. <laughs> but, like, that space made it just so that I was closer to the window, like, that was <laughs> just above the tape return. Uh-huh. And then I would just sit there eating my dinner of uh, movie theater sized Kit Kats and a giant Mountain Dew. You wouldn't even walk over to the grocery <laughs> store and like get something from the deli. That was very far away. It, wasn't, have, it, it was <laughs> across a parking lot. There was a solid Chinese place right next door too. What was are you there? doing? Yeah, it's called Panda something. For how long? I don't know. I think it's still there. I think it's been there forever. I think what? it's called Rainbow Panda. That whole place is a hole in the ground right now. Well, That's, that is true. Yeah, but like you can't kill Chinese food. <laughs> wow. It's omnipresent. Me and Chinese food. When you are consuming the one sporting event that you consume on television each year, Chinese food and I are there. Huh. Hmm. I'm not... When's the last time you watched a sporting event? Uh... I bet there was Chinese food. Why? And I bet I was there. I don't understand <laughs> what this is referring to. <laughs> There's always Chinese food. What? We're always we're always getting Chinese food. What about what if your only sporting event is like uh you know Thanksgiving when your family's trying not to talk to each other? Oh, I eat Chinese food on Thanksgiving most of the time. Well, yeah, but that's because you don't recognize United States Thanksgiving. Well, I I I eat well, I guess I don't eat Chinese food on Canadian Thanksgiving. I Boom. Eat, I eat craft dinner. <laughs> it's true. Like that's what I eat for Canadian Thanksgiving. What what is what was craft dinner? Mac and cheese, right? And that's what you have on every Canadian Thanksgiving. Yep, mac and cheese and toffee. I'm glad that I dug deeper on this one. Why? <laughs> Why is the toffee so? The toffee it's get... not pre-mixed, is it? No, 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 no. I have mac and cheese, then I have toffee. You have oh, a okay, mac and good. cheese tub and a toffee tub. Yeah, well, like it's a it's a pot of mac and cheese, mm-hmm. and then a mac bar. A mac bar, what which is, is a toffee. Mac bar? Uh, made by a company toffee? called Macintosh. That's, this is very confusing. Is there stuff around the toffee? No, it's just toffee. Just toffee. Yeah, it's butter toffee. It's all delicious. Right, all right. Is there some sort of Mac theme to it's, Canadian it's Thanksgiving? It's Macintosh toffee. And like... like and Macintosh and cheese. You know, <laughs> right. You, but in Canada, it's not called Mac and cheese. It's called Kraft Dinner? Or KD. What if you don't get it out of a Kraft box? Well, then you're doing it wrong and <laughs> leave Canada, please. <laughs> I see. I see. Very good. Nothing drives me more nuts when someone's like, when someone's like, man, I'm not paying sixty two cents for uh for Kraft mac and cheese. I could get this store brand mac and cheese for fifty nine cents. <laughs> like, come on, just pay the three extra cents. <laughs> Do it right, right. Fucking monsters. Jeez. I recently just uh, boiled some random noodles. 
What does that mean? Parmesan cheese with milk, and it worked pretty well. Yeah, it's, what are random noodles. You're close to a bechamel there. Uh, random noodles, like, like a tub of various shaped noodles. Not everything is in a tub. We don't all live in a Taco Bell. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, you you've you've lived two moss, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I gotta I gotta I gotta pull back on my moss. <laughs> Just like a box, like a box of uh, barilla or whatever. Yeah, but what kind of noodle? Uh, rando. Uh, no, that's what I'm asking. That's whichever I'm... box is open. Oh my god. Yeah, I, I don't know why you're having such a hard time. With this. <laughs> I have a hard time and get angry about everything. This I'm totally. On I'm board trying with. to just picture it this in my so mind's eye. I will idealize the noodle. Gamelli is the ideal noodle. Yeah, we've talked about that on the show. Then Which, why are you digging so far? I'm asking is what shaped noodle. <laughs> Did you put Parmesan cheese on God damn it, recently? Just turn down Dan's microphone. <laughs> All the way. Yeah, that, well, that's what I was intimating. Yes. Right. Is uh, that the right word? Am I using that word right? Intimate? I use it that way a lot. I mean, I also use it that way a lot. I assume that it's right. I just, yeah. like I think between the two of us, we've established that we have majority usage of that language uh, element. Peace. Yeah, yeah, like the region, the, that that tub of language. It's within, a regional. It's a regional dialect. Within of, how bad Castia, mm-hmm. our regional variant of English, intimate can be used in that way. Yeah, that's right. Just tell me the shape of the noodle. Yeah, uh, uh, I don't remember what that kind is called. Uh, I don't care what it's called. Just tell me the shape, the general shape of the noodle. That's like all a, I'm asking you. I, mean, I don't know a spirally do or okay. something. Okay, I'm actually like. like you gotta settle down, Dan. <laughs> I just don't understand. I don't understand the passion behind. I this just want to. I am just I trying to. You, I need you to just like. <laughs> I just need you to take a breath. No, you've become very aggressive. No, no. <laughs> I'm living moss, baby. I'm jacked up on ten percent fruit juice. <laughs> oh yeah, we haven't uh, discussed our drinks like we do every episode. <laughs> just okay, spirally noodle, like a tight spiral, like a corkscrew. God damn it! Just or just, just like a gentle twist. Just a, uh, I don't know, like a flop. It's still floppy. Like a flat noodle that's been twisted. Uh, maybe. Oh, my God. Are you talking about like an egg noodle? No. Okay, so it's not an egg noodle. This is why I didn't no, want to no. go into the thing. But hold on. Notice notice how you and I yes. are having a grown-up adult conversation <laughs> oh my about God. this, whereas we narrow it down. Dan is like off here on some sort of like maybe it's rigatoni. Is that a spirally yeah. one? Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, I think it's that one. Okay, Dan's off on some sort of anger Great. spiral. Like I don't, man. <laughs> like we're out of control with this new. <laughs> I don't think. I don't think. I don't think you can handle. I don't think you've been having sparkling water with some natural flavor that is not juice so it's long real fruit it's you real can't fruit, real handle good. having juice in your drink anymore I'm, I'm, you're got, going nuts i've got two moss fructose is that what you're saying <laughs> what yeah. what is that thing even what is even it's a uh, sparkling water with juice in it what do you have it like called a gram of sugar in your system right what's it now called spindrift correct that's dumb i they're all dumb <laughs> all of them are dumb like lacroix at least like Evinces, uh, evinces like some exotic spring source, right? Like some French exotic spring source. Yeah. Like this is just called spindrift. I imagine, like, I picture that like, evinces like a knockoff. Stop of, saying events. <laughs> that evinces uh, a knockoff. you sound so uh, so effete and, uh, and fancy. Lacroix, please. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot the regional dialect of our <laughs> podcast, Lacroix. 
Man, you are just loud and angry today, <laughs> even when you're laughing. It's upsetting me. It's upsetting our listeners. We're gonna have to put a okay. We're gonna have to put a trigger warning at the top. <laughs> maybe, of this maybe I should turn Dan's <laughs> mic down since it's bothering you so much. Jesus. Although then I'm gonna have to like figure out. That's ah, not worth it. We'll you know just what? keep it this way. You know, we'll what? just leave you guys. I'm just turn to, uh, my headphones. There you go. Oh. Take some agency well, now, in your life. But now Can I you hear Mike. Less. Do you know? Yeah. You well, maybe Mike. Needs and like to... he and I were having good productive interpersonal <laughs> conversations. Maybe Mike just needs I... to live a little moss and speak up. Like, I think I feel like you're just like verbally manspreading all over this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's the anger, right? Like, like it. The seats on this bus are too small, and I have a right as a man to spread my mask. Is hangry a Taco Bell thing? Was that a Taco Bell? No, I don't think so. I think that one's Snickers. I mean, they never said hangry, but they were like, are you hungry and angry? Eat this, dummy. (laughs) Yeah, see, again, it's that vitriol, Dan. Like, you just need to, like, you need to dial up. Maybe are you over-caffeinated? No. Is your blood pressure up? No. Are you still locked into your character from the full of swears scene that our <laughs> mother was so concerned about that you performed last night? Maybe. Wait, maybe. did you have a show last night and did it go badly? <laughs> uh, I mean... Sounds like it went badly. Hang on, do your theme song for updates about Dan's performances. Hey, Dan had a show. <laughs> it already happened. You can't see it. We're going to talk about it anyway. Oh, yeah, because, you know, the, the number one rule of improv, talk about things that people can't see. Mm-hmm. Uh, it went fine. It's off book. It's hard to break. Like, I sort of blanked on my lines for a while, but oh, that's no. fine. Wait, were you on book? Mm-hmm. So why is it called off book? Because the other person is not on book. Wait, but you weren't you weren't even off book by the time the show opened? That's unprofessional, Dan. No, I mean, I was the Dan, explain the show performer. to the listeners. If you go to huge theater for the next one or two weeks, you no can still experience the wonders of Offbook, in which one actor is a scripted performer re- speaking only the lines of one character in a written piece. The other performer on stage is an improviser who just goes with it, and it's chaos, and it's delightful. You sound thoroughly convinced of that fact. It's true. Why did you move into such a dry... You've been hammering every other point in this I know, show. Right? You've been, and now you're... You've been, like, you've been so angry. Maybe I'm taking notes. Oh, Maybe I was taking notes and trying to bring oh, a little passivity to my role, but now you're criticizing again. me anyways. So what does it matter? I get criticized any, any, any which way I go. I might as well just manspread everywhere. <laughs> Oh, God. You've turned into just an angry men's rights activist. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. Ugh. You, you're just, like, sitting over here writing screeds on the internet about how it's not even worth having children because some woman will just take them away and then the judge will let her. Yeah. <laughs> I don't... We, uh, you should see my treaties about uh, incel... Uh, treatises, Dan. Treatises about uh, <laughs> the incel culture that has been forced upon us by our... What is that? Oh my God! You know a thing about this. I don't want to know. Get into it, you, you angry say incel. Yes. Get into it, you angry bearded white dude. It's the worst thing in the world. There is a corner. He's got a stocking cap on. He's clearly harmless. No, good point. <laughs> yeah, he's he's harmless unless unless yeah you need you need some stuff on a on a ship 
and he's sitting here jabbering instead of moving it. That's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There are plenty of there are a bunch of uh, crates that got to get shipped over to wherever, and I'm sitting here jawing. What do we do with a soy boy sailor? What do we do with a soy boy sailor? What do we do with a soy boy sailor early in the morning? Anyway, you were saying. So tell us about your men's rights activism, Dan. (laughs) No, there's just a corner of the internet where. Which you're intimately familiar with. No, fuck you. I don't want that to be even like suggested in jest. Uh, There's a corner of the internet called the incel. Like, it's, you know, some subreddit or whatever. Incel stands for involuntary celibacy. (laughs) The idea is that, like, society. Oh, yeah. You're not going to want to be associated with that. The structure of, like, our culture has. Force these men to be celibate, <laughs> essentially. What what they're describing is um, the moment before they commit rapes. I believe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You're you are right to reject <laughs> being associated with. I, I'm comfortable with that. Even with your even with your angry verbal man spreading. Mm-hmm. Um. And like you're just turning all sorts of rage colors and like even even then I don't want to put this on you. Thank you. Mike's right. You got that stocking cap. Thank you so much. <laughs> Inside, man, it's really. Why ridiculous. do you know things like this? Because I, I don't know. Because like I've, uh, I'm a slightly younger uh, person than you, and like half of our adolescence was just like, whoa, the internet's weird. Here are all the weird parts of it, <laughs> and I still have friends who are like, hey, have you seen this weird thing on the internet? <laughs> that's that's fair. Do you still own the URL animaljuice.com? We never owned .com. That was a bestiality porn site. <laughs> oh, of course. <laughs> I don't know. Actually. Was it was it net? I think so. Org edu. Ooh, oh, that'd be wow. hilarious. Animaljuice.ca.edu. <laughs> <laughs> wow, wow. McGill University really had to scrape the Ooh. bottom of the barrel to find a URL. <laughs> I would have gone with McGill. Yeah, right. I'm also curious if that URL still exists, but I'm very fearful of finding out. Of looking it up. <laughs> Wasn't it mostly like you and your friends talking about? Wouldn't it be funny if Mega Man had sex with a fruit, like like an apple or a pear or something? I don't know. You don't remember what you talked about on the internet? I mean, it sounds like it was probably that stupid. Sure, I don't remember that specific conversation. Oh. oh, I was just making up a thing, but I like that you're allowing for the possibility that that was actually sure. a conversation. That sure, happened. I mean, I remember who we were as a group of people. It doesn't really make sense for Mega Man to be having Does sex. Does he even with have that's genitals? That's more of a Pac-Man concern. That's a good point. But does he have genitals? Pac-Man definitely doesn't have genitals. Mega Man's wearing pants, so you don't know what's there's a possibility. There. Well, there's a Pac-Man and a Ms. Pac-Man. I guess it's possible that like they're cellular mitosis, dog. Yeah, like or like oh. uh, you see how they're basically already dividing in half all the time anyway. Exactly. Sure. Oh, so <laughs> so when uh uh when uh when Pac-Man is killed. Like that's it's attempting to split into two Pac-Mans. Yeah, and three out of four times that it happens, it succeeds. Because mm. <laughs> then another Pac-Man shows up. Yeah. Oh, good point. The fourth time, not so much. Yeah. Rough. And then the kids at the arcade make fun of you. Oh no. Mm. Mega Man probably doesn't have genitals. Probably not. Unless Doctor Light was just a weird old man. Well, I or. Just committed to his Frankensteinian vision of uh, yeah. I mean, I imagine that like, creating a Mega Man. Oh, like yeah. Doctor Scissorhands or whatever. Yeah. Otherwise, what, it, what was the name of the guy he, who built Edward Scissorhands? He, <laughs> uh, Did he have a name, Doctor Scissorhands? Um, 
You know what? I actually think Mega Man did have genitals. Okay. Why? Considering, considering the time period in which Mega Man was created. Mm-hmm. Okay. And twenty uh, XX. And the yeah, and I mean the product. Oh. Mega Man, the franchise, and the uh, binary conforming gender standards that we had at the time. Sure. They're implying that Mega Man had genitals because it's not called Mega Person. Uh, I'm going to go in the opposite direction oh. here. Because uh, we were still, you know, I don't know, uh, you were about 50-50 likely to even be aware of the idea that having man as just the default thing was like, you know. Oh, but I think that any time that man is the default thing, they're implying that it's an actual man. It's just you default to male. What if you're a, a man hunter from Mars? <laughs> Like some sort of Martian Manhunter? Yeah. Well, then man is the subject of the name wait, rather than the... Uh, wait, what does his name mean? Is he... I have no idea. Is he hunting men? Or the object of the name. Yeah, is he hunting men or is he a Martian man oh, that is also a hunter? I have no idea. Oh, I actually don't know. Interesting. Yeah. Mega Man had balls. Okay. Uh, <laughs> oh, specifically balls we're talking. Well, like, I mean, and, and a dingus. It's got to be a pretty small dingus, though, to be behind that metal underwear. I think the balls would be the bigger problem in the metal, metal underwear. Sure. Yeah. I don't know. You don't know what kind of space is in there. You don't know how uh, Mega Man's pelvis is shaped. I mean, those uh, energy tanks got to go somewhere. That's true-ish. <laughs> they were very large. I stand, I I stand <laughs> by Mike's assessment of this one. I don't really see how you would hand, how he would even carry one of those. Like, within his body. He was know. mega as shit. Yeah, he was mega as shit. Maybe, like, maybe he just, like, poured them in, poured the energy into himself in some sort of, like, internal. What you're describing is Red Bull, Mike. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you're describing Red Bull. Right. Red Bull gives you Rush Jet. Or Snake Gun. <laughs> yeah, that was the best. Oh, snake, snake gun, gun was the best, right? Like, like one of them was just like a star that kind of moved slow. <laughs> like, what? What do you do with a star that kind of moves slow? No, you want snake gun. Yeah, you want tiny robot snakes. <laughs> yeah, to come out of your projectile weapon. Yeah, yeah. Like you, you said that like sarcastically, like you might not actually want that. No, I do. Okay. Can you just show a little passion, Dan? Maybe a little fire. <laughs> it's like as soon as we talk about things that you care about. Yeah. Your uh your show where you swear and break your mom's heart. Your your uh love for the snake gun. Uh-huh. You just you just go blank and lose all emotion. Yeah, you broke your mother's heart? Well, I don't know. We were uh we were over uh, at mom's house yesterday when Dan was studying his lines and then he uh and then she asked him if he wanted to just read it out loud to be helpful and then he revealed that it was full of swears yes to which she responded why do people do that (laughs) which was an amazing answer i mean did you have an answer for her no i don't have an answer for her did the audience also have that question like did you did you preface the entire show with now this is full of swears and i recognize that there is no reason for it none i wish every piece of theater had that preamble at the beginning (laughs) that had profanity in it man Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross is uh, <sighs> it's going to get a lot longer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
there's a lot of there's a lot of preamble to do there. Yeah. Ooh. Or I mean, it would still get super long. You could have the performer apologize to the audience after every line that has a <laughs> oh, swear in yeah, it. Yeah, that's sort of where my brain went. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's like it's like you were apologizing. Okay, so this next line has a swear. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know why he wrote it like this. Um, sort of, sort of angry. Maybe, maybe the stage play equivalent of man spreading. Yeah, maybe. Oh God, it is. Yeah, yeah, it is. After every swear, if this swear hast thou offended, blah 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 blah, puck speech. Yeah, yeah, I got it. Oh, were there a bunch of swears in that play, but we didn't realize it because it's like old timey English? Kinda, yeah. <laughs> That's actually kind of true. Yeah, there's probably a bunch of just like, like any of the comedies. There's yeah. actually like a bunch of like swears ish in them, sexy stuff, ribald. Yeah, yeah. There's some ribaldry. Yeah. There's um a bit of. Uh, there's a bit of a um, what I would call an adult jape. Sure. From time to time. <laughs> sure. A bit of the old Fry and Lori. Yeah. Sure. I mean, Midsummer especially is like basically like here's three hours of people trying to bang in the woods, uh-huh. and one of them is a donkey man. Yeah. <laughs> Sexy. Eventually. Yes. Right. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler Can't alert! We ruined Shakespeare. Spoiler alert for this centuries-old play that most people <laughs> refuse to read. Why do people refuse to read it? I love Midsummer. I don't know. Well, I just mean Shakespeare in general. Oh, most people it. are just like. I Ugh. Actually, I'm actually not the biggest Shakespeare fan. Yeah, I'm not a big fan. Of, I don't like Shakespeare. I love Midsummer so um, much so that you keep on shortening it. Well, what am I going to say? A Midsummer Night's Dream? That's not economy of language. No. <laughs> Why do you think I dislike Shakespeare? I'm all about economy of language. Yeah. <laughs> MSND. AMSND. AMSND. What? Stop. AMSND. Stop. Just stop. This is taking a while. AMSND. You're not, you're not shortening much. What are you talking about? <laughs> we'll wait. <laughs> My favorite Shakespeare play is AMSND. Think about that economy. The asshead one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, ass, Shakespeare's asshead. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Directed that by David Lynch. <laughs> yep. Oh, I would watch oh, that. Oh, I would watch the <laughs> shit out of that. <laughs> oh. Yeah, like, so I tell people, I'm not a huge Shakespeare fan. I love Midsummer. Then they, like, do this whole long thing where they accuse me of uh, shortening it, uh, and then they spend forever trying to make it more economical, and then eventually when we get back to the conversation... Uh, Everyone has accepted Amson as the best way of expressing it. Let's say yes. Yeah. Um, but I then, win. But then eventually we get back to the conversation, and if the person likes Shakespeare, they immediately say, you should, you should get into Twelfth Night. <laughs> get into it. Immediately. And I'm like, no, it doesn't make sense, and it's dumb. <laughs> All right. That's how I feel about Twelfth Night. Great. Good. Good. Oh, God. Good take. I don't think it's that hot of a take. <laughs> <laughs> you believe women should wear women's clothes. I believe women can wear whatever they choose to. I believe that Twelfth Night doesn't make any goddamn sense. Mm. <laughs> I'm I not alone in this. I'm not alone in this. Or watched it produced. Um, there are several other people that agree with me on this. Perhaps you've heard of Christopher Marlowe. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, me- you remember? You remember the Marlowe play? Twelfth Night is a hot. Is a is a mess of hot garbage. <laughs> I mean, that sounds pretty good. It was a good one. It was a little derivative. Sure, 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 sure. This is why it's so clear that he wrote those plays. I think he does oh. a pr- protest too much. I see. Very good. Uh huh. 
That's a good point. Yeah. So he he wrote a bunch of plays. Wait, he then, just he's just beefing with himself <laughs> yeah. to to raise the profile. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh man, it's take brilliant. that take that fitty in the game. <laughs> you got beat to it by Marlowe, and he's only one dude. <laughs> wow, wow. Art, art imitates life. Rappers imitates should art. do that more often. They should come up with another persona and then beef with them. I agree. I would buy into that. Absolutely. Yeah. I would. I would. I would buy approximately the over under three and a half uh-huh. records uh, written and recorded by Janelle Monet, in uh-huh. which Jamel- Janelle Monet is using her space uh, her space robots to yeah. wage war. Yeah. with Janelle Monet. Yeah, yes, I would love that. I would. I would buy three. I'd buy the fourth one, but like I wouldn't defend it if it wasn't good. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> the first three, though, you say no words against Janelle Monet. Featuring Janelle Monet mm-hmm. in Robot Space Battle 2394. Was I just not paying attention and uh, Chris Gaines' entire uh, album was like about how Garth Brooks sucks? You were definitely not paying attention. Uh, no one paid attention to Chris Gaines. <laughs> we just remembered that he existed because it was such a stupid thing. Yeah. Because, like, retroactively, if that were the case, like, if he was actually, the whole thing was, like, like literally every song is about how much Garth Brooks sucks, I'd be like, oh, maybe he was just going through something <laughs> and was just working it out in a very interesting way. Sure. I do not care for that period of country music. I saw Garth Brooks one time because mm-hmm. someone gave me a ticket. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. Yeah? He, like, flew. What? <laughs> like, they, like, put him on a trapeze. Sure. And, like, he, like, flew up and down on a wire. Are you like, thinking of... Uh, the Kiss Psycho Circus Tour? No. <laughs> that was also awesome, but for the opposite reasons, it was supposed to be that, and then it was crappy and full of fire. <laughs> I think the fire was supposed to be there, or at least most of it. Right. Most of the fire. One would expect. Yeah. Like but he, there was flying, right? I don't remember. If I remember Sometimes, correctly. I don't know. We've seen Kiss so like many times. Gene went upward at some point. <laughs> Oh my god, we have seen Kiss like so many times. Really? Have we seen Kiss so many times? I think at least twice. Uh, that's possible. Because there was Kiss in 3D. Yeah. And there was different Kiss. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm really lazy about those tour names. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's not actually that far from the truth, that joke. Like now right. they're on they're literally on Kiss final farewell tour for the fourth time we're serious i think that's like what it's called wow. they're just leaning into it wow and i think one of them died oh no yeah. probably i don't know they're very old they are old yeah is it was that how gene was talking about it for uh uh publicity of the tour probably one of us died i don't know yeah we're very old <laughs> we've been well preserved by various substances like one of them's dead. What's what's the? I just imagine Gene Simmons being like one. One of them's dead. What's the one that does the bass? <laughs> Keith Richards. Wouldn't it be? I would honestly. I would have a lot of respect for uh, Gene if it was if like a tour was actually presented as like one of us died. Try to figure out which one. <laughs> well, because I mean they just put on the makeup, yeah. right? And yeah. like, and it, like it turns out in the end it was Eric Singer. <laughs> I understood that joke. Yeah. <laughs> I was just going to wait for you to admit it. Uh, yeah. Is that a... He was a replacement member of Kiss mm. that showed up when they did their Kiss makeup off or whatever. Kiss uh, Unmasked, probably it was sure, called. Sure, 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 sure. Probably. 
Um, but he was a replacement member. And then he got he got he got the boot. They were like, "See you, singer." Uh huh. Original guy's back. His name was probably Ace. <laughs> Did they put the makeup back on at that point? Yeah, oh, hell okay. yeah. Because like, what are you gonna do? Just like Gene Simmons is a more terrifying demon without the makeup on. That's true. That's very true. For him, this is just like like an appearance on cable news where they they like you know glow up your cheeks a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't seen Gene Simmons in a long time. Like his visage. Eh, it's pretty like melted candle. Yeah, that seems yeah. right to me. <laughs> yeah. Did, last I recall, it was like years ago. The last time I saw him on something. Um, last I recall, though, he like didn't have enough hair for his hairstyle, but it would oh, have no. been plenty of hair if he had just chosen any other hairstyle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I could see that. Like that's like an that's like an aging rock and roll guy thing for sure. Yeah, yeah. I remember seeing a picture of well, you guys uh, are harmonizing. I know that's like it, weird. It's like a just brief interlude into uh, <laughs> into Counting Crows' Long December. Wow. Yeah. Ugh. Wow. What was I saying? <laughs> oh, I remember seeing a picture of Metallica back in like when I, I don't know, probably around 2000. And I remember. Were they still a thing then? Well, yeah, because like Load or whatever probably came out. This is when I was in high school, but not after, probably after you were not in my high school that we both went to. Just reiterating. I'm not sure that's true. <laughs> I do feel like Load and Reload were right around when we were transitioning to college years yeah my point is there was a picture of them on like probably on rolling stone or something and i remember specifically thinking to myself like huh kirk didn't cut his hair too huh that was probably a mistake because <laughs> like it was just Wait, is he, he's the ringlet one right yeah yeah he's yeah he's Ooh, and it was like one. it was real thinned out and it was oh, just really? not looking oh, great that's funny oh uh, yeah because they they all got like short hair like and like base guy that i think has since been replaced had short hair like before the rest of them before it was cool, yeah, or contractually obligated yeah. or something. I'm sure it was contractually at some obligated. point. Yeah, yeah. yeah I just remember it. Jason Newsted. Jason. Yeah, I remember it looking like it just it was, it was rough. I was just like, buddy, <laughs> like it's just it looks where it looks like you have less hair because it's so long. And the drummer's name is Lars. Yeah. What are you saying that like it's a thing that's hard to remember? I can't He's remember. He's the least likable of He's them. Lars. Why would you forget no, his name? No, I was trying to remember his last name. It's Lars Ulrich. 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 Whatever. Oh, yeah. He's oh, the heel skeet, of... Skeet, 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 skeet. <laughs> what? 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 He's got the same last name as that guy whose name is Skeet. Oh, I thought you were going <laughs> to blow my mind and tell me that Lars was featured on that song. <laughs> <laughs> like T-Pain and Skeet Ulrich. Wow. Wow. Right. <laughs> wow. Wow. Anyway, the point is, cut your hair if you haven't. Kirk oh, Hammett. That was weird. You were looking directly at me when yeah, you said Yeah, Mike. That. I don't... What, like, I'm only remembering their names as they come up one at a time. <laughs> like, I don't... This seems like a thing I should know. Eh. Like, there, there's main Metallica guy. Yes. <laughs> Kirk Hammett. Yeah. Jason Newstead. Mr. Metallica. That's Lars his name. Lars Ulrich. Um... And then, like, I think the bass man got replaced. Oh. Um, but why am I not... Who's the one that's a lion? What? The, what? The guy that's a lion that everybody knows his name because he's Mr. Metallica. <laughs> what is his name? Describe him more. Yeah, please. He's the singing man. Yes. <laughs> and also, he looks like a lion sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Look at old 
picture of Metallica. Trust me, you will agree no, with me. No, I'm with you. I understand like, what you're saying. If you put uh like if you put the right makeup on, he could be a dead ringer for Seriously, Ron, someone say his name. For Ron Perlman in the Beauty and the Beast show from the eighties. Right. Yeah. Seriously, someone say his name, I can't remember it. James Hetfield. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why can't I remember the names of the members of Metallica? I remember the band that Jason Newstead was in before Metallica, oh. Flotsam and Jetsam. Sure. Right? Phoenix thrash metal band, Flotsam and Jetsam. Great. <laughs> like, I remember that. I could not remember their names. What is wrong with me? Named for Ursula's Eels, because they love Disney movies so Oh, much. sure. I don't think that movie was out when Flotsam and Jetsam was this thing. That's almost certainly true. <laughs> But like the story was a thing, right? Because that's like a that's like a story that Disney bought. Yeah, I don't think the eels were. I don't part think of they it, though. bought it. Yeah, I, oh, they just, they just, <laughs> I forgot the entire. The they entire, went to Denmark. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot the entire largest media conglomerate in the history of the universe is built entirely on saying this is ours now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't think about it, or you have to pay us. Mm-hmm. What if the mermaid didn't die at the end? Money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What if. What, what, how many stories are there out there that would be cute if it weren't for the fact that someone got chopped up with an axe? <laughs> what if this wasn't a German story? <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Which is weird, because it's kind of the opposite of Walt Disney's general uh, attitude. That's that's very true. Yeah. Their, uh, their version of the Krampus movie, though, it's just jingle all the way. <laughs> <laughs> wow. What if this weren't German? But featured an Austrian <laughs> that just kept yelling, "That's my ball, yeah. <laughs> Turbo Man." Right? I didn't actually see that movie. I didn't either. You, what? That's a thing that like all Minnesotans are forced to see at some point in time. Oh. I also haven't seen that beauty pageant movie that Minnesotans are supposed to see because it was filmed here as well and written by our high school poetry teacher. What? Yeah, really? Drop Dead Gorgeous. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, uh, our high school poetry teacher wrote it, and then um, they did, like, and sold it, and they did, like, so many rewrites on it that she didn't even get, like, writing credit on the final version. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Weird. And she might have a story by or something. That's crazy. That is crazy. Yeah. I might be I only mis- valued her for my continued love of poetry to this day. Yeah. I might be misremembering this entirely and have made this up in my head, but I'm pretty sure... <laughs> Her name was Lorna, right? I don't know. I think Lorna Williams. Oh, that sounds right. Yeah, that might be a thing. We can IMDB this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, Unless she every... didn't get that story by credit. Oh, right. That's true. Then we can't IMDB her at all, and that would be sad. That would be sad. Or I'm a liar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what did your poetry teacher do, Dan? I didn't have a poetry teacher. See, you didn't go to my high school. <laughs> we didn't. We weren't required to take poetry. It doesn't mean there oh. wasn't a poetry teacher at your high school. I never said there wasn't. I just said I didn't have one. Like I personally was not taught poetry by a poetry teacher. Well, then how did you learn to love words? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, it's like you don't even love words at all. Most of the words that you say are just. Uh, no wonder you have to. You have to. You swearing so much instead, and then apologize for it after each one. I'm sorry, I never took poetry. F word. So she does have a writer credit, but it's listed as Lona Williams, and I'm pretty sure it's the same person. Lona? L O N A. Lona? L O N A. But I'm pretty sure it's the same person. I'm pretty sure she was our high school poetry teacher. 
Is that what they meant by rewrites? They misspelled her name so she didn't get it. They anything. rewrote her name. Oh, no. <laughs> um yeah, I I maybe I made that last part up like about the rewrites. But she I remember her she was cranky about it at some point in time for some reason. Huh. Maybe she just didn't like one of the rewrites. Sure, that seems very plausible. Yeah. <laughs> maybe this is like a different person entirely too. Or maybe there was already uh, Lorna Williams in the guild, so she's like, screw it, I'll just drop the R. Yeah, that seems right. Yeah. No, it seems like this is the same... Uh, it seems like this might be the same person. Sure. Yeah. I remember seeing that movie and seeing randos that I went... was, you know, in the... I went to school with. Yeah, they did, like, a casting call for it, like, at our... at my high school. Probably not yours, but... Okay. <laughs> Seeing randos. Yeah. Knowing that you liked, though. So anyone in that movie, we know that you did not consider friends. I mean, I just, they weren't. So if people watched that movie. They weren't in my class. They were just people in the. They were lower class than you. That's not what I'm saying. They were you. you they were, oh, that's right. They were you, went to that, you went to that fancy school that helps you <laughs> like McSweeney's. Oh, my God. Oh, we brought that back around. Hey. Yeah, that was fun. Dan, do you have anything uh, going on in your life that. Uh, Makes you think that you're better than other people? Yeah. When does this come out? Uh, tonight. Okay. Next. Wait. No. Hold on. Vamp. Vamp. <laughs> you can see me, Steven Montenegro, April 15th in the final Late Nights Minneapolis ever. Oh, my God. 7.30 p.m. at the Phoenix Theater. Our guests will be TBD. <laughs> but there will be uh, opening stand-up provided by adjacent to the show, Andrew Saha. <laughs> And uh, how long will you uh, be uh, ramping up to your new, newly inspired uh, morning show, Minneapolis? Oh, well, like from the late night show to the morning show, there's only a few hours, so not long. It's <laughs> a good point. I just, I just roll over, get some coffee in me. Uh -huh. Hope that I'm, hope that I've sobered up from the late night show, which you drink heavily during, right? You guys, how else would you do it? You guys have seen our shows, yeah, or any show really. If it starts <laughs> after seven p.m., you expect heavy drinking. Absolutely. That's why. That's why all of primetime seems like someone must have been drunk to greenlight it. Am I right? <laughs> ah, and speaking of heavy drinking, you can always see me at the Galactic Pizza Comedy Open Mic every Thursday night at ten o'clock. Sign up at nine thirty. You'll drink your ass off. Is that true? Wait. Laugh you your blast off. Sure. I should underscore, though, that it is, in fact, the last late, night, late night's Minneapolis. So oh, come right. to we it. Sort of <laughs> <laughs> so come to it. <laughs> late night's MPLS.com. You get tickets. Uh, you'll see me, Steven Montenegro, uh, April 15th, 7.30 p.m. at the Phoenix Theater. Late night's Mipples. What? Nights is spelled correctly. I yes, always forget. It is, it is spelled correctly. It's as is Mipples. <laughs> Mipples on wheels. Right. Right. Uh, hey, do you, <laughs> uh, on April 13th, you can see me. Uh, yes, uh, I will be per, uh, uh, performing in the final finale of the... Uh, it's the final finale? The Great Strike Theater Improvised Bake Off, which is a fun little uh, show that they are... Just put up last week 
uh, with the semifinals because we're pretending like there was a whole season of the contest. Oh, okay. Uh, there is actual baking on stage. Ooh. There are actual shitty attempts at British Isles accents on stage. <laughs> there is absurdity. There is... Define stage. Uh... I don't know, the space where people perform at yeah, Strike the, Theater. The, the flat space where people perform It's at slightly theater. elevated from the floor. Yeah. Do the judges actually eat the things? Yes. Get- yes, I will be eating whatever is put in front of me and having opinions about it. Wow. Wow. I kind of like Strike Theater because it's like, you know, it feels like feels like an old amphitheater to me because like the seats are all are all tall yeah but the stage is all short. not tall yeah it's yeah. like it's like the type of place where you perform a midsummer night's dream sure probably so check that out except instead of an ass head you'll see some people an ass head stuffed inside a croissant sure maybe <laughs> i don't know i don't know what they're making i'm just gonna eat it and have opinions about it and man if you were just gonna show up and had to eat and yes and anything that i made I'd be stuffing ass heads inside croissants. Uh, sure. Do they anyway, generally stock those ingredients? 8 in p.m. Go to strike theater for more information. What? Nothing. I was talking during your strike theater dot com. Strike theater. Strike theater. It's easier. Is it though? I don't know. I actually I, have. I've never I, checked. I expect a good dot com. You could go to that on April 13th, or you could save your strength for April 15th. <laughs> <laughs> Is Dot Theater a uh, low-class theater or a fancy theater? ER. There you go. Yeah. So, Dan's slumming it. <laughs> Look, I didn't... I'm just performing, man. I'm just the talent. You're not the talent. You're the judgment. Well, it's, yeah. What are you doing? Yeah, you shoving food in your all, mouth. You're all judgy, like someone that reads know. McSweeney's. Swearing at the Maybe. contestants not, until no. they cry. Not really, though, because we're trying to keep it to the tone of the Great British Bake Off. Uh, <laughs> no, but, like, you know, it's my job. Isn't Simon Cowell on that? No. What am I thinking of? Every other British contest. <laughs> <laughs> my job, along with the regular host, is to fill time while the people who are actually baking bake things. Sure. Yeah. So you, like, comment on their... Uh, Oh yes, on their technique, seasoning, mixing. Absolutely. Did you say cesium? Seasoning, seasoning. Like, oh, I see you've uh, pre-mixed your bean powder. I oh, (laughs) I see you've made a nuclear reactor. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, cesium. Don't need a nuclear reactor, Dan. I'm not gonna. Yeah, but I mean, it would make the show. It would make the show more interesting. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it'd be a hell of a show. That's for sure. The problem with this trick is you can only do it once. Hey. How bad, Gas? How bad, Gas? No? Oh, it's like, yeah, I guess. Let me just, like, do the theme song and then, like, fade it out to, to the end or something. How bad, Gas? That's the end of the show. How bad, Gas? That's the end of the show. How bad, Gas? That's the end of the show. How bad, Gas? That's the end of the show. Why are you doing this to yourself? That's the end of the show. How bad, Gas? That's the end of the show. How bad, Gas? That's the end of the show. How bad, Gas? That's the end of the show. Is that the end of the show? Yeah. Okay.